Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. There were two more murders 15 miles well, away. Arrived, the they found the telephone and electricity line. Described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Murder. We've talked about it before, but there seems to be a common theme among some of the most heinous killers. A head injury. On June 16, 2006, a man was arrested for killing 49 individuals. A man who, just before a childhood head injury, was considered a normal social child. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Alexander Pashushkin was born on April 9, 1974, in Russia. From the beginning, Alexander was remembered as a pretty normal child. That was, of course, until he fell backwards off a swing and was struck in the head as it swung back. This head injury resulted in a damaged frontal cortex that caused Alexander to go from mild-mannered to hostile and impulsive. His mother took this injury and decided he needed to attend a school for children with disabilities. She treated him like a damaged child and molded his life around his injury. His grandfather, on the other hand, saw Alexander as incredibly intelligent and that his mother was letting him waste his innate talents. So, instead of hiding him away, Alexander's grandfather took him to live in his home and encouraged him to pursue every intellectual outlet. Quickly, Alexander realized that his biggest skill was that of the game of chess. He would spend hours playing with his grandfather, who eventually took him to play exhibition games in Bitsa Park. He was an incredible chess player, and for the first time since his accident, he was channeling his anger to a competitive attitude in the game. Despite finding this new outlet, he continued to be bullied in mainstream school, and would, towards the end of his adolescence, suffer an incredible blow when his grandfather suddenly died. He was forced to return to his mother's home and quickly turned to alcohol to dull the pain and loss he was feeling. He would get drunk and go to the park to play his chess games. Unfortunately, chess wasn't his only hobby. Alexander, still spiraling, began taking videos of children's reactions to him threatening them. On one occasion, he held a young child by one leg upside down and said to the camera, you are in my power now, I'm going to drop you from the window and you will fall 15 meters to your death. He relished in the terrified reactions, but by 1992, their terror wasn't enough to satisfy his urges and he decided to escalate his crimes. Heavily influenced by the trial of Andre Chikatilo that was taking place, Alexander Pushushkin claimed his first victim when he pushed a teen boy out of the window. The death was considered a suicide and Alexander was hooked. He made it his mission to become more prolific than Andre, who was being convicted of the murder of 53 young women and children. So Alexander set his sights on 64, the number of squares of a chessboard. As 2001 rolled around, Alexander began stepping up his crime, primarily targeting homeless men who lived around the park where he played chess. 
he would lure them away with the offer of free vodka, and after having a drink together, he would throw them down to the sewers. When this failed to bring him the satisfaction it once did, he moved on to beating his victims with a hammer, pushing a vodka bottle into the gaping wound in their skull as a macabre signature. It is believed that from 1992 to 2006, Alexander Pashushkin killed at least 48 people, but as many as 60, many of whom, due to the sewer disposal, never had their bodies located. The chessboard killer's last victim was 36-year-old Maria Moskayova in June of 2006. Her body was found in Bitsa Park, complete with his trademarks and a metro ticket. Police took this clue and, with the help of surveillance tape in the Moscow metro system, found the man accompanying Marina and identified him as Alexander Pushushkin. Once he was apprehended on June 16, 2006, Alexander led police to the scene of a number of the murders and, in great detail, described the brutal murders. He was convicted of 49 murders and three attempted murders on October 24, 2007, and in the middle of his trial, he asked the court to add an additional 11 victims to his body count to bring his toll to an even 60. He was sentenced to life in prison with the first 15 years to be served in solitary confinement. Alexander Pashushkin is now spending his days in the solitary confinement of the Arctic penal colony, Polar Owl. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on June 17th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.